Yeah. 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 Yo, before uh, well, this ain't got this ain't gotta be nothing we include, but I just think about you know before I moved to Memphis, like the only thing I knew about Memphis was three six, bro, and damn popping my collar, like ever since I can remember, I've been popping. I, I my think collar. I, I think I knew I knew who Yo Gotti was. But I don't know if I could have, like... Yeah, yeah, Mike. Put you on some of your guys. It's De Niro, man. Me and my guys. Me and my guys. Just three six. I remember three six had a little show, like, on MTV or yeah. something around that time. With Sugarfoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just remember I had a teacher. I was in the seventh grade. I had a teacher, black dude. And, you know, I told him I was moving to Memphis, and he just always just be bringing up shit from the show. Like, yeah, that's where you going, you know? <laughs> I'm like, bro. And also uh, Hustle and Flow. I mean, that was... That Whoop was, that trick. That's the only thing I, I knew about I have never Memphis. seen Hustle and Flow. All right. You know, you got to see it, man. You got to see never it. Seen you got to see it just so you can see, you know, the scene of um, Terrence Howard in the bathroom with Ludacris. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence Howard, like, giving his, like, demo tape. Ludacris threw that bitch in the toilet. And he drunk as fuck. Terrence, like, helping him and shit. And Terrence see his fucking demo tape. Spoiler alert, obviously. See his demo tape in the toilet. The nigga was so mad. I think I want to say Ludacris told him to suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs) From the black. Skinny, skinny man. (laughs) (laughs) Terrence Howard, man. I got to see that movie again. I ain't seen it in a while. Man, that that Memphis accent was something else. It was, was it accurate or was it, it was way overly over, dramatic? It, it was like a country Memphis nigga. It was yeah. like, I don't know. It ain't like the, you know, the Memphis accent you yeah. may get today. Because I don't, I don't, I don't get that. Very country. It was like. Like backwoods. Like. It, 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 it ain't, it wasn't like on no thug Memphis. It was <laughs> like, you know, it had the Memphis, but it wasn't like. It was it was it old Memphis. Yeah, it ain't what you would. Yeah, maybe <laughs> pre-incorporation. A, just Memphis. a Memphis. I'm just not familiar with. I'll say that. I'm just not familiar with. Mine. This shit, funny. <laughs> this shit yeah, is hilarious. Yo, but that scene, bro, <laughs> it's just so classic, man. It's just so classic. Cause I just remember the first time seeing that. Like, damn, extra dirty. I couldn't imagine how I feel if if you know a nigga. I'm talking with a dude. I'm like, bro, like, you know, help me get my music off the ground. And a nigga be like, dog, like, I fuck with you. But your you shit know. is trash. Like, you know, you hand them your tape. You like, here go my tape, bro. Mixtape coming soon. Album coming soon. He like, bro, I got you. You know, I'm going to get this in the right hands. And then you see the nigga later, like, in the bathroom, he fucked up. You like, bro, let me help you, bro. And then you look in the toilet, and it's your tape. <laughs> You would be like, bro, what is that? I know that it's not my motherfucking tape in that toilet. Yeah, she trash, bro. be my tape bro. in that toilet. <laughs> yeah, she trash, bro. You'd be like, damn, bro, it's like that. You throw a nigga in the toilet, bro. Kino voice, your shit trash, bro. <laughs> <laughs> your shit Hell is no. trash, bro. Matter of fact. If you, no. if you want me to be real with you, bro, your shit <laughs> trash. <laughs> oh, man, it's your boy, Nate B, a.k.a. the famous Jet Traption. A.K.A. Johnny Naho. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> it probably sh- should have been something we discussed before we started recording, man. You know, I need you to just take a chill pill. Man. <laughs> a no, 600 man. milligram chill no, pill. That's all good, man. You know, it's AC, man. Um, 803, stand up. 
Boy, you and this fucking eight up there. I thought you was from the nine on one. Hey man, you know I hold it down for the nine on one man. Did my thing in Memphis, Tennessee, but I started from the D I R T, from the dirt nigga. Boo, from boo, from nothing, from nothing. Start the show, man. Yo, man, it's after five. Let's get it. <laughs> That's my little, shit, bro. Dirt. Yeah, matter of fact, rest in peace, Fredo. Yeah, man. She fucked up. We ready to, uh, did you see the Oscars? <laughs> <laughs> did I see it? Because I did not watch that shit. So. I watched most of it, man. How? How did how did you get through? I this had shit? to do it for the culture because I know we was gonna record today, and uh, <laughs> so you just gonna make me be the irresponsible. Really, <laughs> really, I'm doing my journalistic. Your journalistic duty, you know my research. I mean, and uh, you think it's a damn game? So. Think it's a game? Think it's a game? <laughs> you too ugly. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I uh, I watched the Oscars. It was it was pretty tough to watch. See, <laughs> see. Um, you know, it's just not for us, man. You know, I kind of touched on this before we started recording, but it's just not for us. Um, you know, it's clearly something for another demographic and uh, peak caucasity. Um, but you know, personally, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, if that's what the Oscars is, then that's what it is. Um, you know, it was good to see Jordan Peele obviously get an award Were for best. Was him and Kobe the only two black people that won? I think so. <laughs> Six and how how many hours is the fucking Oscars? Like four hours? Um I wanna say it's three. Three. Maybe like three and a half. <clears throat> and and two black yes. people won. Yeah, man. Um but you know it's just not many black people uh I don't know how many black people were nominated. You know, maybe we just didn't make a lot of uh a lot of content. Oh year. shit! <laughs> oh no, I'm just shit! Playing. I'm just, I'm just joking about. I'm that. about to say, 2017 but, uh, was the year of Black Hollywood. And, uh, but you know, can you name some? You know, name some things that got snubbed. You know, because unless you gonna name those, then you know. To be honest with you, ninety percent of the movies and shit that they be having on the Oscars as shit that's nominated be shit that. I don't feel like people in the culture even go see. Like, where where could you have gone to see I, Tanya? Like I said, man, it's not for us. <laughs> like, it's not for us. But at the same time, we just talking about, like, we're not we're not film, you know, connoisseurs. Like, let's just keep it 100. Yeah. Most people are not. Keep it the, Oscar, the Oscars is for film connoisseurs, you know, <laughs> like people who are on another level when it comes to 
watching movies and analyzing movies and what they look for. And what you might like in a movie and what I might like in a movie has nothing to do with the criteria they may use when determining who's going to win these awards. True. So that's why every year it'd be like, yo, niggas be like, I ain't never even seen this shit. I ain't never even heard of this shit. And some niggas, when they watch it, it's just like, you so, know, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't. It's like, but you got to be, um, you know, you got to just know that criteria. Now, obviously, the criteria, you know, can be updated. It can feel a little antiquated. The people who are deciding the criteria are pretty much antiquated well, yeah, themselves. Well, you know, so we <laughs> so we know about that. So, but as of right now, man, you know, it's just what it's gonna be. So it's safe to say the Oscars is still white. Yeah, um, but America but America is, is white. Yeah, see that? America see that's the whole white. thing. I think people forget <laughs> that. Like, yeah, we a melting pot, but we still white though. It's still majority white. Yeah. Like, what'd you say, 62%? Is that what you saw? It was in the 60s. I feel like it made him in 66. Like, bruh. That's like white. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? There's a few more white people out there. Yeah. Like, people who are definitely passing as white, there's like more than that. Yeah. You know, Hispanic white is what I saw. Damn. Y'all gonna have to define that. Yeah. There's like, that other, what's the other shit? Uh, Afro-Latina. I can understand Afro Latina. I'm still a little, but I don't like I, white Hispanic. I just, I just always thought that if you mixed anything with white, it becomes what you mixed it with. So, like, if you Hispanic and white, you Hispanic, my G. I mean, I don't. I, <laughs> I actually don't like that. Like, I don't. You know, you know, we do do the whole. You the know, one drop rule. Yeah, like I don't really like that rule. You know, I don't really think, because I feel like that rule is just based on, um, you know, like, I feel like it's like a, you know, you know, you have white, and then once that white is, like, tainted, you know, it's just all the way gone. Yeah. Like, it's all the way. Like, I feel, I feel like that's ridiculous. Like, I feel like biracial um, should become more of a, um, you know, more of a thing than, oh, once you, like, once you mix, you're pretty much black. And I understand that, you know. The complexion, the oh my god, the complexion of your skin <laughs> uh, can sometimes dictate how you're treated in America. Yeah, so going back to the Afro Latina, like you Latina, but you're still kind of experiencing the black experience in America. Um, so that can be true, but at the same time, I mean, if we really just talking about race, uh, you know, I do feel like the one spec rule or the one drop rule. Is uh, I don't like it. Like I said, I feel like it's putting the white race on more of a uh, a pedestal. Really? Yeah. I mean, uh, that's, that's kind of how I interpret it. I guess, like to me, Barack Obama, that man mixed, bro. Like I don't know, he he. It's a difference between, like, to me, it's a difference between having two black parents and a black parent and a white parent. Like, even in even in the whole scheme of America, even if, you know, the fact that you black, uh, you know, your experience may be different. But the fact that you got a parent whose experience is a little different, like, I feel like that's already, like, a little, is a little privilege there. It's a little advantage there. So, you're not like me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. When you just break it down in, in that terms. Now, you know, I'm not. 
So not basically, like you saying Barack, Barack Obama <laughs> ain't black is what you said. I don't have nothing. So you telling me Barack Obama nah, man, is not the first, the first black the first, president? Nah, I mean personally, you know, I know that he the first. He the first one with black in him. Yes, but he not the first black president nah, to you, man. huh? Slick, man. Boy, slick. niggas ain't shit, man. No, because we just want to get everything. Big four, four, get. get out of office and niggas get to forget. <laughs> we just want to get what we can get. You know what I mean? So if this nigga mix, this nigga is the first black president. Fuck you, man. Yeah, because I know? mean, before him, we niggas was claiming Bill. And Bill <laughs> about as white as you can get. <laughs> so Bill is peak Caucasian right front, there, man. boy. I know what we want. I mean, hey. So, I mean. Get it out. That's just yeah. That's just <laughs> that's what I look at it like, man. Jordan Peele. I mean, is Jordan Peele all the way black? No, I think he biracial. So, really, only one black person won, huh? Yeah, man. Shit is, yeah. Both Kobe parents black. Yeah, they black. <laughs> they black. You know, obviously, it's, it's children. <laughs> his know. children not, but Kobe all the way black. His parents tried to take his money. That's how you know he black. Come <laughs> see. I mean, I am done with y'all. I don't even fuck with my parents, matter of fact. These niggas try to take my money and shit, man. They I'm selling just... my jerseys. Man, goddamn. <laughs> my cousins and, I'm and the, shit. And I'm the goat. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. You know, I mean, you know what I mean. Disputed goat. Not undisputed. I mean... No, nah, but going back to the Oscars, man, it was pretty white. I think we can all agree. But like I said, no problem with that. Shout out to Kobe on the Oscar, man. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Kobe. Cool, cool. I feel like that came out of nowhere. I was I like, mean, yo, I'm, I was just like, Kobe got the nomination. I'm like, that's cool. I just, you know, I wasn't expecting that to win. But, you know, not to say that, you know, it wasn't deserving. I think it was definitely deserving of the nomination. In hindsight. This is probably, I mean, it's easy for somebody to say this shit in hindsight, so I'm not even going to say it. I'll say, when I first saw him nominated, solely because that was the only one of them shits I had seen, mm-hmm. I was like, Kobe going to win this shit. <laughs> I would not think that off rip. Like, I would just that was like, just me. Maybe, like you say, I'm blindly optimistic. So, <laughs> I mean, but, I, just, uh, I, just, I was just like, damn, I can't believe this nigga got nominated. Yeah. No. Then he won. Yeah, then the 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 win was was great. That much better. Did you see Common's uh, performance? I didn't even see it, man. I didn't even see it. I've seen a lot of think pieces on it. So, like, what was up with the performance? I mean, tell me what I missed. So he basically got a group of people who have spoken out against different things. So he got people from like Standing Rock and. a lot of the other places that have dealt with violence, especially like gun violence and a lot of social justice folks, basically. And uh, did the song that he has with Andre Day. He basically called for um, the NRA to no longer really be tolerated by some of the things that they've done or not spoken out against certain things or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the NRA clapped back. <laughs> Via Twitter, yes, they will. I mean, which I thought. So that was one of the big pieces from it. Uh, and Dave Chappelle kind of did the lead in, talking about you know black people and shit like that. So, <laughs> but he was basically saying how a lot of these black activists and things like that aren't championed the way that they're supposed to be championed. So it's 
quote unquote white as the Oscars is was will probably always be. They did have that little shot of culture, and then of course you had you know Kobe's dig at the reporter who told LeBron to shut up and dribble. Man, I mean, it was. I think white America is going to blow this common situation up more than, let's say, the culture is. A, because I don't really think the culture was paying attention to the Oscars. Nah. But. I don't think we all together on even how we feel about this. Yeah. Well, we don't, we don't have to be, though. That's another point. But. Like, the culture doesn't have to have. <laughs> one know, voice. I mean, what is, I mean, what is the culture? One I mean, band, one it's sound. Just a, it's a term we use. <laughs> like, it's not an actual real thing. Yeah. It's, it's just. But I do know that from what I've seen, the culture, <laughs> the culture has not been happy that only two, well, you say one and a half black people, but two black people won Oscars last. I mean, just tell me who was supposed to win. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Like, just tell me, like, who got snubbed? If you mad that we didn't win, just tell me who got snubbed. I think a lot of people were saying that the best actor was up for grabs and who was uh, that up for grabs by because i don't even know who won. i don't remember the the guy's name from who from who get out i believe oh the the, yeah. the lead guy mm-hmm. people think he deserved best actor yeah i mean i just would disagree i mean <laughs> you don't think he was worthy of a best actor Daniel Kaluuya? Nah. Kaluuya? Nah. I don't. I didn't think it was a best actor type of performance. I didn't leave that movie. It was just like, man, he did like a great and job. An incredible that. job. Like what I about was, Denzel? Uh, I haven't seen Roman, Roman, Roman Israel. J. Israel. I haven't seen it. So but that, I remember he was doing like the promo for that, that. That goes back to your point of, you know, your your average American may or may not be well versed enough in movies because you're you're only going to go see the movies that you have an interest in. Correct. Right? And only people who just really just love movies are going to see, you know what I'm saying? Phantom Thread. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, hey. You just got to be a Daniel Day Lewis fan. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, come on! I couldn't tell you. I, I literally didn't know who I had heard the name Daniel Day Lewis, but I couldn't tell you shit about Daniel Day Lewis. Still can't really tell you shit about Daniel Day Lewis. So, I, I do feel like Daniel was definitely worthy of the nomination. Like you said, when I think back on Get Out, I'm not necessarily sure if he made the movie what it was or if the story was just so good that... Because in my opinion, if you had like a best actor in a movie or something, like that movie would not still have the same feeling, impact, whatever the case may be, if that actor were removed. Correct. Like you take... I think I just think he's a very replaceable. I think he's very replaceable. Yeah, in that in that movie, yes, I I I feel the same way. Now, do I feel like he did a good job? I do feel like he did a good job. 
I feel like from what I've seen him in before and then doing this get out role, it let me know that he had more in the tank for his character development and artistry as an actor. But I wasn't, like you said, I wasn't just blown away by his performance. And actually, if anything, I was probably more blown away by the supporting actors and actresses in Get Out than I was, let's say, him. Mm-hmm. Just because of how the how the story flowed. But, you know. I mean, uh, Get Out, you know, it was a good movie. Um, a little overrated to me, man. A little really? Overrated, man. Overrated? I, a little overrated. Uh, it was a good movie, man. I feel like you know we're gonna we're gonna look at it a little differently because we can relate to it so much. Um, and I feel like just given the theme of the movie, it's not something that we're used to seeing. Like we're not we're not used to seeing a movie that's like, you know, the black people are the good people, and uh, like the white people are the bad people. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like people kind of like seeing something new like that. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, we know that the movie did have a little bit of deeper meaning in the fact that it's just like, okay, like, is it a horror movie? Like, you know, what type of movie is it? You know what I'm saying? And it, you know, it had you intrigued from beginning to end. Um, yeah, I think you really under, I think you really only appreciate the greatness of Get Out if you can relate to all of the struggles like if you're not a black person or if you're not a black or hispanic person in my point of view you're not really going to under fully understand all of the different levels of fear that they show in that movie because in my opinion it definitely was a horror it was a horror movie Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like a traditional horror movie like Mm -hmm. a a slasher movie or anything like that, but it definitely was a. I would call it a suspenseful, thriller, uh, type horror movie. Because have you have you seen like the uh, the alternate ending? I think um, I think so. They the go, alternate, they ain't go to jail. Yeah, like the alternate ending. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, if y'all ain't seen the alternate ending by damn now, shit. You, you, that's you. That's your fault. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I feel like if, if it would have ended that way, we wouldn't regard it as much as we do. And you're right. But I also feel like that would have been more of a horror movie ending. Cause at the end of it, I felt like we had just watched like, Best Man Holiday or some shit. <laughs> like, where you was like, yeah, nigga, yeah, yeah. He came, yeah, man. They I seen Lil Rail pull up. Killed him. I was like, man. <laughs> he should have died right then and there. Then we just would have been like, oh. But like, yeah. he still would have <laughs> died a hero. Because he would have killed everybody. Facts. So, I you mean. Know. But yeah, you know, Get Out, Get Out was, uh, you know, it was really good, man. You know, it was, it was a really good movie. It was a really good movie. But you know, like I said, I you really feel like it's overrated. I just like I really was not impressed with the acting in the movie. Like, there's there's not one act actor. I mean, obviously, Lil Rel had a, a very you know good presence in the movie. Um, 
But I just feel like Lil Rel was being Lil Rel. Correct. You know, I mean, that was my introduction to him, so you know that was cool. Um, oh, so you hadn't watched the Carmichael show? I hadn't. Not not before. Man. Not before I had saw. If you that. haven't seen the Carmichael show, they got both seasons on Netflix. Check out the Carmichael show. So uh, you know, I'm not giving Netflix no more plug, man. Till they cut the check. So I might cut that shit out. <laughs> I love well. Well, I'm just I'm just trying to uplift uh, black shows, you know, black shows. As long as it ain't, as long as it ain't Netflix, man, doing my baby dirty. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, so now you're on the Monique bandwagon no, shit. I stand with Monique. Shout out to Chance the Rapper. <laughs> Chance the Rapper need to stand with Monique Shout and, and buy out her show. If Sweet. niggas supported if niggas supported Monique like they supported Black Panther, we'd be in a much better place. But they don't. Would we be in a much better place or would Monique be in a much <laughs> better place? Monique would be in a much better place. We but do, the argument is We itself, do not need to support Monique like we supported Black Panther. Like, but come on. The, you didn't even support Black Panther. I will support it, man. <laughs> I will. I mean it's a movie, man. You know, like, I know we love movies. But I just be like, nah, I will see it when I see it. You know what's gonna be wild. And then when I see it, I'm gonna see it, and then that's gonna be it. Next, what's gonna be wild is next Oscar season, when everybody comes in expecting Black Panther to clean house, and they probably get nominated. <laughs> like that's gonna be, like folks gonna be. That's I think that's really when folks gonna be like, you know what, the Oscars is dead. Get them, get them the fuck out of here. That's what they gonna be. It'd be like. tough because you know when. You, when you black and it's like okay, like this is a really like this is a black movie and it was really good, nigga. We better win. You know what I mean? It's just like mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just and then when you don't spot for us to be when in. you don't give shit, it's like mm. like damn, like, like somebody cut your legs out from under. It's like, like we got a little bit in the door, but really we ain't even had no shot. Nah, man. It's you know you know it just like like the Get Out get nominated for best film. I believe so. Best film. Nominees for twenty eighteen. Our best, our best picture. I mean, uh, yes, it did. Lady Bird, Call Me by Your Name, The Post, Dunkirk, Darkest Hour, Three Billboards, and The Shape of Water. I mean, you know, best original screenplay. That's a pretty big award, man. Yeah, I mean, he was the first. You said he ain't black, but. <laughs> the he first not, black. Man. I mean, he African American. Yeah, he African American. I guess. Okay. Technically. I mean, true. But you know, that's kind of tough. I mean, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we all African American. Does? Uh, no, nah, I'm not even gonna go there. Cause Coco won a couple awards. The uh, like historically. Mexican, uh, yeah, animated movie. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's a win for minorities, you know. Get out one for original screenplay. You know, I mean, like you said, a, a lot of this other stuff, I can see why the the black uh, the black movies didn't necessarily win. Mudbound was. Um, Mudbound was definitely nominated for a couple of these things. Mm-hmm. But when I see Mudbound and then I see like Blade Runner 2049, 
both in the same category for cinematography. I'm I'm thinking to myself like it's just more out there for like if you have the darkest hour, Dunkirk, Blade Runner, all against like a non-action style movie. You, yeah. I mean, I mean, you almost got to know. It's like you know, um, they gave out twenty four awards last night. Twenty four. You know, what's what's that's that? You know, just America, America, twelve percent black. black. Yeah, man. you know what I'm saying. So that means that, you know, out of the 24, you know, just based on that, I mean, yeah, 2.8, 2.8, yeah, 2.8 black people. Maybe. You're right. I mean, your, your math definitely <laughs> makes sense. You know, so it's just like, okay, now, you know, you got to take at least one off of there because we talking about Hollywood. Yeah. So now we into, <laughs> another, you know, another half because we talking about the top of Hollywood. Yeah. You know, we're not just going to get respected. So, I mean, honestly, looking at those numbers, two is good. Like, nigga, we can get one or two <laughs> yearly. Two is good. Two Every is year, good. you know, now we just can't be having these yearly droughts, though. We can't yeah. go like three years and it ain't one. Then, I, then I'll be like, okay, man, what's going on? But if we go a year, man, and it don't be one, I'm not just gonna be like, man, Oscar's so white. I mean, it's just gotta. It depends on obviously what movies came yeah. out that year. I mean, but, I get what you. I understand where you're coming from, and your math makes sense based upon the amount of people who fit into those categories. I still feel like if we're if because the lady who won uh, Best Actress got up and made a speech about inclusion. Mm-hmm. And uh, diversity and all of that stuff, and in the time of the Me Too movement and feminism and women standing up for themselves and all of this stuff, we're still going. That agenda deserves to be pushed, but as long as women and minorities are still undervalued and underseen in Hollywood, just in general, I think we're probably going to continue to see Oscar so white or. Maybe hopefully not to the level of like the Me Too movement, but things where women are saying, hey, we deserve to have our stories told. We should have this, that, and the third done. Because, you know, I I just, the Me Too movement, even though it's very relevant and it should happen, should have happened a long time ago. All it takes is for one person or one situation to come about. And it's going to cause all the other accusations and things to be in question. And then when you when you start questioning victimology or whatever the case may be, then you get into then you get to a point to where now it's just a talking point. Like last night, even though the, the speech she made was fantastic, it was amazing. Had people googling, you know, some of the stuff that she was saying about how people can write their contracts and stuff like that. At this point, it's like. Every award show we've seen during this award season has had somebody get up and make a speech similar to that. So then it's like, well, how much impact does that speech really have? A speech is not going to have an impact on anything. I mean. Not at the Oscars, anyway. True. Not at the Oscars. <laughs> true. You know, I'm not trying to take away from the I Have a Dream speech, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I get what you're saying. You know who else guessed? I mean, it was a lot. It, in my opinion, it was a lot of people upset last night. 
black people because you know we only got two winners. So but we, we got be that. upset at everything. Yeah, so, so they don't really. You know, are we never not gonna be? But upset? think about Star Wars fans, bro. <laughs> think about Star Wars fans. I mean, Star Wars was up for several awards and got beat. They not so, win nothing. Mm, I don't think so. Nope. Nah. Star Wars. Star Wars. Hey man, tough game, man. Got shut out. Man. Tough game. So I mean, hey, that's enough about the boring ass Oscars. Yeah, that shit boring as hell. <laughs> Is your boy all right, Rick? Rick Ross, Rose. Rose, man. Cause I'm hearing conflicting stories. Somebody said he was on life support. Fat Trail said there wasn't nothing wrong. wrong with the nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so, who are we supposed to believe? I'm just going to believe that the nigga's out the hospital. Um, He doing fine. Being a Florida boy. Being a Florida boy. Cause <laughs> that's, you know, what you do when everybody thinks that you on your deathbed. <laughs> you let them know you're not on your deathbed. And you still icy out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Showing some shit that costs more than a funeral. You feel Bruh. Me? Like, and then 50 Cent being fucking petty. <laughs> we got to stop he 50 too Cent. Grown for that, he too grown for that. Honestly. So you not fucking with the 50 Cent at all? I mean, I, like I said, bro, he's an adult. This is another adult in the hospital. Can you just chill, bro? Can you just chill? Why somebody in the hospital, bro? So you don't, you don't, you don't give him a pass for 50 being 50? Nah, I mean... To me, it's just something that uh, I don't know, bro. I feel like, you know, I like 50 antics sometimes. I know he's a silly guy. But, like, damn, bro. Do it ever get a rest? Do it ever get a rest? Like, do you have any discernment, bro? Any discernment? Come on, bro. I'm, I get it. I I get what you're saying. I don't get what 50 did. But I, I get what you're saying. I just. And I mess with 50, man. But, you know. It's whatever. It's not like I'm just really upset about it, but you know, I saw that I'm just like, mm, you know, why, bro? No, I'm not a support. <laughs> I wasn't a supporter of that. Not yeah. a supporter of that. And for everybody who don't know what Fifty did, Fifty basically posted a picture of the uh, who was he? Swedish, you know, or Russian? Yeah. The Russian boxer yeah. from one of the Rocky movies who ended up killing Apollo Creed in the ring, and uh, basically said, "Let him die." So that was the imagery. When Rick Ross came out, well, when it came out that Rick Ross was on his deathbed, 50 Cent was basically saying, let him die. So, the 50 Cent, I I just feel like, like you said, they adults. The 50 Cent, Rick Ross beef at this point, it's like, bro, y'all niggas grow up, food. If Drake and Tory Lanez can shake hands and call it a day. For real. <laughs> like, For real. But, uh, you know. I don't know what 50 on, man. 50 overdoes it. That's what he does. Like, 50 don't just do it. He overdoes it. So, I mean, speaking of 50, the other nigga he beefing with, Diddy, you hear what Diddy had to say about the rap game? Um, I mean, I don't, to me, just say what everybody else thinks. So, what, what? So, do nothing, you agree? Nothing, nothing controversial. Of course I agree. To me, to me, it was like a generally accepted statement. Um, and if we talking about the same thing, yeah. you're saying, uh, you know, artists need more originality. Um, you know, if you're not doing it 
for you know that purpose you know as far as it kind of becoming more of a cookie cutter type of thing and as far as that not being good for the culture um you know i see no i see no issue with that i i just feel like do you do you not feel like it's time for niggas to just let let the young rappers do what the fuck it is that they want to do like i feel like over for the last I know for a fact, at least for the last three years, niggas have just been on the young rappers. Like, I don't really too much care for, like, some of the newer acts. But it's like, it's, now, I, I don't even take what the older statesmen or elder statesmen are saying about rap right now. I don't listen to that shit, and I don't listen to what the new niggas is saying either, because... It's like they just constantly hating on each other. Like they constantly just going at it. I mean, it's the young it's the young disrespect. You know what I mean? It's like I feel like that's where it all it all comes to. So how are they being disrespectful? I mean, it's just um, cuz you know, I truly don't know. As so I'm a, as an older hip hop person, I feel like if you got a nigga saying, you know, saying anything negative obviously about Biggie or Tupac or saying, you know, they overrated or saying that, you know, Rap now is, you know, better or, you know, anything like that. Anytime, anything that they may find disrespectful. I mean, what do you expect niggas to do? You know, before, you know, you always respect the elders. Like, you know, like, yeah, man, you know, it was great. You know, and be like, nah, man, shit was whack. Tupac was whack, man. You know, now I'm not saying I got a problem with this. I'm just saying this is where I think. A older, yeah, a older hip hop head, but may have an issue. With. The thing with me about hip hop is that difference in opinion is what makes hip hop hip hop. Like niggas kill, and this is what I hate about niggas in hip hop. Period. Like if you ask a nigga who they top five rappers are. I guarantee you niggas gonna be like, you gotta have Biggie in there. You gotta have Tupac in there. And these niggas ain't never heard no... Like, if you go into their Apple Music, they ain't got no fucking Biggie or no motherfucking Tupac on their list. But, I definitely don't. like you said, because niggas wanna respect the elders and shit, they just wanna throw out their Biggie. When a lot of these new niggas, like... Take this into account. Niggas who are 18 right now, were born in the year 2000. Correct. So these niggas didn't know shit about no Biggie or no Tupac. Like the people who they were who the, who were around them raising them, they barely knew anything about Biggie and Tupac. So it's like and it's wrong to like think that you know you need to go back and listen to that. Like bro, ain't nobody tell y'all to go back and listen to any like y'all yeah. just grew up in that era so y'all that's what y'all experienced. Yeah. Like when I have kids I ain't gonna be like, nigga, what? You ain't on that Kanye? Like, <laughs> what? You ain't heard that Drake? If you don't go back and listen to that, yeah, like, if that nigga like, wanna rap, no, he, he gonna be talking about whoever is popping yeah, at that and time. That, that's my whole thing, like, especially in rap, because it's like, this don't really happen in other genres of music. They just let that shit, they just let you be you. But in rap, it's like, because niggas is gonna forever have a top five, top five dead or alive. <laughs> List and niggas is gonna be throwing out Who names. Who is the best? You know, it's just very competitive, man. It's a very and niggas competitive is just genre. gonna be throwing out names because you always hear these same names, but you look at the people who saying that shit. Like the cutting room, I watched a video on YouTube that they did when Jada Kiss dropped his top five dead or alive, mm -hmm. and they was in a barber shop, 
in New York. And niggas was just talking. It was one of the first times I had ever seen a top five dead or alive debate that actually was worth some shit because <laughs> these niggas was actually talking about niggas that they fucked with. Like, at one point, one of the niggas was like, not for what you like, but what for I like. And this, like, I fuck with, like, one of the niggas said, you know who my number one is? DMX. And niggas was like, what? Nigga, DMX? And he was like, not for what you like. What for? But for what I like, because when you lock down, you ain't got no dreams, you ain't got no hopes, nigga. You ain't seen the sun in three days. That shit get you through it, and like, it's all subjective, bro. That's, I mean, we can try to make it, you know, as competitive as we want. Yeah, but, but you, because music, it's like at the end of the day, music was not intended to be competitive, bro. Like it was not intended to be like yo. We like we gonna do it the best. Like it's just like no, I'm trying. Like this is my art. This is my. I'm story. creating my art. Yeah. You know, it's the same as painting. You know, painters are not. They're not really competitive. Obviously, you have the top painters because you know they're highly acclaimed. I mean, people like their work, so you have the top painters. Same in in rap. You gonna have the top rappers. Some rappers gonna make music that more people enjoy. Yeah. But you know, it's still gonna be niggas right now. I mean, it's like you know, currency, bruh. In my top three, bro. He in, my, he in my top three. Spitter. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, some people wouldn't even have currency in their top ten, but he in my top three. They're and just, I'm just like, like, and I and honestly, I'm just like, bro. If you listen to Spitter, if you listen to Currency, if you have listened to his discography, it's just like you could. You know, you, know you can be like, yeah. You know he the truth. Like it, you but, can just you can say it. But if a nigga be like, nah, I don't fuck with Currency. I don't. You know, I I just gotta be like, I mean, yeah. you know, it's plenty shit I like, don't fuck similar with. Similar for me. I fuck with currency, currency speaking. I got probably three, four discographies of currency on my phone right now. So I'm not just saying this shit. Is currency in my top ten? No. But and and it, I can it, see why you would say he's in your top three. Like man. I get that. Like same way for me, bro. Like currency hard, bro. For me, when niggas was asking me like, who your top five? Who your top five? In my in my mind, I'm like, I rock with Jada Kiss. I rock with Jada Kiss. Top feature giver ever. Like, cause for me, I ain't never in my <laughs> life heard a whack Jada Kiss bar. Every time Jada get on something, he gonna do what Jada do. He ain't never changed for nobody. And from when he first started rapping with the locks up until the most recent project, uh Friday the Friday on M Street. Yeah. Like the nigga been the same. So I rock with that shit. But it's niggas that I fuck with. They don't, they be like, bro, what the fuck? Jada Kiss, nigga? But I'm like, do Jada Kiss got like hits, hits, hits like Drake? Nah. But, but it ain't about that, though. For me, it ain't about that. Like, I can break out into a Jada Kiss rap at almost any point or give you a, a Jada Kiss bar. You're gonna be like, damn, nigga, who said this shit? And then when I tell you, you're gonna be like, Maybe that nigga is in the top five. Like, so I just feel like with the elder statesmen, they get so hung up on what has always been because ain't nobody ever just stood up and said, like, I don't really fuck with that shit. Like, niggas, like when we was talking about Lil Wayne, bro, niggas can literally say, like, niggas our age can be like, bro, at one point Lil Wayne was the greatest rapper alive. These new niggas, they don't know Lil Wayne. 
So and if I, you and say, I don't, and I don't expect them to, like, so honestly. if they like such and such is better than Lil Wayne, you gonna get mad at them, but it you also gotta remember, like, shit. If all they know is NBA YoungBoy and Lil Pump, and they fuck with that shit, they top rappers are gonna be NBA YoungBoy and Lil Pump. Like, that's just that's what it is. I mean, I don't understand what how this be difficult for niggas to understand. But niggas don't. <laughs> but niggas just feel like it's certain pillars of rap, like Rock, like Rakim, Hove, Nas, Pac, Biggie, and none of these new niggas. KRS One, you can't, you can't even put these <laughs> Big L nigga. You can't put none of these niggas in the same. It's like, and you like, bruh. <laughs> come on, bro. Like, come on. It's the difference when it's genres. Like last week when we was talking about J Cole and Migos. That's not about rapping. That's about what style do you like. Yeah. So, in my opinion, hell, you can even remove J. Cole. Let's say Vic Mensa. Like, I don't put Vic Mensa on J. Cole's level, but you can't compare Vic Mensa and Demigos. Like, because that's not even the same. That's not even the same lane. So, you. Niggas just got to be 100 with themselves about. What hip hop is to me, hip hop is a culture. So you may like go go music, right? Mm. Somebody else may like what they call conscious rap. Other niggas may like that underground I mean, there's, rap. There's sub genres, bro. Like, that's all it is, and it's, and it's like that for you know other genres too. Yeah. Other genres you know. just respect the fact that fucking Eric Clapton make certain shit and. Uh, Lionel Richie make another type of shit. It's it's subgenres, but we not gonna take the time to actually like classify the shit. Yeah, like actually start putting people in those subgenres. So Niggas it's, just gonna throw their shit together. So it's, like, it's it's, it's hip hop slash rap. Yeah, you know if a nigga if a nigga say he rapping because you know nowadays you don't know what a nigga doing. <laughs> I just I think there's a difference between respecting what somebody has done in the music industry. And always keeping them at a certain level. Like, niggas can respect what Biggie and Tupac did because they were a moment. But if niggas is going to be 100, we only had Biggie and Tupac for a short amount of we time. We had them nowhere near long enough to be putting folks as the go. So, if we've had, let's say we've had 10 years of rapper A, and we only had two years of rapper B, but because rapper B has always been in the top 10, Rapper rapper B top ten, bro. How? Like how how do you know like how can you say that just because because of what? Because he paved the way for rapper A. That's fine. It's it's like bro, what if what if like what if like you know, but you know, just putting things in context. It's like say Kendrick, right? Yeah. Say, you know, we get section eighty from Kendrick. We get good, good kid, kid Mad, Mad City. City to pimp a butterfly, then the nigga die. You know, obviously not wishing death for anybody, yeah. but just hypothetically speaking. Yeah, I mean niggas would be like, dog, this nigga was. It's like if that's if that's all you left with, like you don't even like you know give the artist a real chance to really have a discography to really just be dropped, maybe drop something that mm, you know we really wasn't feeling that, or mm-hmm. they really you know they tried to experiment here. Yeah, uh, you know, and that in you know they kind of fell flat, kind of lost you know they foot in a little bit. Come back, you know, th- like Lil Wayne uh, is a prime example of this. Perfect shit. example, perfect <laughs> example. You know, it's like some some people, you know, you give them time, and I mean they may fall off, they may fall off in people's 
perception of them may change. I mean, we all were saying Wayne, best rapper alive. Yeah, I was. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was hey, it was a widely Wayne, debated it yeah, was you know, it was a widely you know, debated. It thing. was debatable. Yeah. It so, was debatable. Yeah. You know. And then now it's like niggas is like, we do we like, really man. want this next Carter? Like, like I just <laughs> do want, we? you know, it's like, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm rooting for Wayne. You know what I'm saying? It's like I want Wayne to get that fifty one yeah. meal. Like I want I want everything for him. But it's just like we've given him that time, you know, to flame out a little bit. Yeah. Um, some artists obviously don't look like they gonna flame out, Mm-mm. but those same artists also I feel like don't. The impact is not felt. Like in my honest opinion, niggas is not really gonna appreciate what Drake is doing until like ten, fifteen years from now, as far as like holistically, because. We know Drake got hits. We know Drake do numbers. We know Drake got impact. But when you start having conversations like, like I've heard this, and you may disagree. I've heard people say Drake does not have a classic album. So it's hard for people to say Drake is top five because he don't have a classic album. Now, can Drake make two, three discs worth of greatest hits that could be a classic album? Yes. But as far as like one project that's a classic, they saying he don't have that. I mean, you know, with Drake, I mean, at one point in time, I was like, yo, take care of classic, you know. See, but as time go on, man, you know, it's like, I don't know if take care was classic, man. I think, you know, the impact that it had at the moment that it came out, um, you know, it was a great impact. But as far as like it really just holding up, to what I would consider a classic. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's like borderline classic. It, yeah. I, I wouldn't be mad at, at it being called a classic, but to me, I don't know if there's none none of the other projects that he's dropped, I would really say, like, yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, so really, classic. Take Care is really the only one that's like a debatable classic. Yeah. Definitely personal classic. Yeah. You know, but in the grand scheme of hip hop, yeah. I mean, I just feel like it's shout out weekend, man. I, I just feel like it's times where we gotta in in hip hop where we have to separate giving people their just due and giving them their credit and then forever immortalizing them as these pictures. Like Nipsey recently said that he doesn't feel like Master P gets enough credit. I feel the same way. Like I feel like niggas overlook Master P when it comes to doing the shit that everybody else is doing now because Master P was the one who made it okay for niggas to be independent like he started that independent shit making your own doing this doing that and then making sure everybody was eating if you don't want to eat cool we'll let you go like that was like for me that was when i really understood that the south felt like that nobody want them Mm -hmm. so they was like cool we'll figure this shit out ourselves now what 20 Years later, now the South run hip-hop because these niggas made those sacrifices and was like, nah, we're going to get it ourselves. We're going to sell this shit out the trunk of our cars. We're going to go drop these albums and discs off at the fucking stores ourselves, get this music out. Like, So I agree with, I agree with Nip, Nipsey Hussle and what he said about Master P not getting enough credit because I don't ever hear people say, 
Master P is one of the pillars of the culture because of what he gave. See, but I feel like everybody, I feel like we all acknowledge Master P is just like a real OG in this game. You know, as far as hip hop, mm-hmm. as far as, you know, having an impact. It's just, you know, we're just not looking at him like a top MC or a top rapper. But so feel, you feel like he gets his, you feel yeah, like I, he gets the respect yeah. that he deserves as I, a as an OG in terms of what he did for hip hop. I feel like everybody respect him for that. Okay. Or I guess people who just like follow hip hop. Like if you follow hip hop, then this is something you know. True. You know. Yeah. For somebody who don't know, then I don't know. You clearly you just don't follow hip hop. That's yeah. that's the only way I can describe that. Yeah. Did you hear? Uh, did you hear Tory Lane's new album yet? No, I've not. Is it good? I mean, do I need to go listen to it? From what I from what I hear, it's uh, well. From what I've heard, it's good. I'm not a huge. I hadn't Tory finished fan. it. I ain't gonna lie. But he talented though. Very talented. He got some stuff I like. Just I'm just not like a huge like oh Tory Lane's drop. I need to go get this shit. I like his uh, his chicks tape series is really good. And I found out in his Breakfast Club interview that he he's actually written for like other people. And so I know Charlemagne said one of the reasons that he used to kind of give Tory that critique is because he said he felt like he sounded like everybody else. But Tory was like, one of the reasons you feel like I sound like everybody else because I wrote for everybody else before I came out. And it's like, that made me think about what what writer for other people has really come out and been as successful as the acts that they wrote for like cause if Neo can't if Neo sang all of the songs that he wrote for people mm-hmm. like he would be out of here and not saying that Neo's like on the chitlin circuit or nothing yeah. but I mean, Neo did his thing. But some people, you know, they're just great writers, man. Yeah. They roll hits. Everybody can't Everybody can't do it. Nah. I mean, a lot. I mean, everybody definitely cannot, you know, be writing and then be like, okay, now I'm about to be an artist and I'm actually be on that level, like you were just mentioning. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about Travis Scott. Yeah. I think about when I first really listened to Travis, I was like, bro, this nigga sound like Kanye. Like, I don't know, like, his style. Like, it's very Kanye-ish. But I know that he was involved with Kanye a lot. So, you know, a lot of what Kanye was putting out at that time was definitely a reflection of Travis Scott. Yeah. And when I first heard Rodeo, I was like, bro, is this Travis Scott or Kanye? Like, I can't. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like, it's like when I first was listening to I Really Now, I can distinctively know when it's Travis Scott. But at that time, I was like, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, I, don't, like, it's, I had yeah. to keep checking the, you know, the song. Like, is this featuring Kanye or? Yeah. I mean, who's rapping right now? So, but, you know. Travis Scott on a whole other level now. Um, but definitely came up, you know, just working with uh-huh. a lot of different artists. But then I also think about somebody like Saha, right? So, somebody who's always just been got, bubbling. Just got bars, man. Bubbling, got bars, like, but ain't never really just been out of here. I mean, it's just, you know, the star, the star quality, man. I mean, it's just not for everyone. Yeah. Like, everybody just don't have to. That one thing that really just make you like, yeah, yeah, you know, just likable to so like to the majority. Yeah. So that's just how it is. So keep writing, man. Make the money. Keep writing. I love to write. Like throw me in the writing camp. I'm in there. <laughs> I'm in there. 
Throw me in the rain can, man. Very, I, I feel like very few people have, very few people Just are do me dirty. known for their pen and their actual voice. Like, I think very few people. I can only, I, I'm not even going to do that because I'll say some bullshit. So. <laughs> I'll just leave it at very few people <laughs> are known. Because a lot of, like, some of the people that, like, I know, I know because my parents, like, brought me up on this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you take somebody like Babyface. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, Babyface is one of the kings of R&B because of his writing and, like, just his songs. But his songs are legendary to me because, hell, that's all I knew growing up. Somebody yeah. else may, and then you know that they always have a huge effect on you. Man. Yeah, you know, because like even like the the R and B that I listen to now, I feel like is a direct reflection of the shit that I used to like then, because that's what I was brought up on. So, I mean, anything else you want to hit on before we dive into some sports? Um, uh, no, man, I think. You know, we did the Oscars. Rick Ross. Diddy. That's the beat. Oh. na 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 Alright, man. We're going to take a quick pause for the calls, and then we'll be right back with the sports section. I think they probably gonna lose again this year. Think so? To uh, niggas thirty one and oh to Purdue. <laughs> Is it Purdue? Purdue. No. Uh, somebody, whatever team it was that just beat that other team that was undefeated, because it was two undefeated teams in women's basketball. And uh, yeah, UConn beat the shit out of fucking yeah, Cincinnati. That's God. what I just saw. Damn. That's what I just saw. But uh, so yeah, Louisville, Louisville, Mississippi State is who uh, I believe you think they got a chance. Mississippi State was who I think I was undefeated and they lost. Yeah, I do see they got one loss. Yeah, and, and they are they who beat you? Yeah, they lost year? to South Carolina. South Carolina got a big. Hey, girl. yeah, South Carolina ain't no joke. They got a girl down Hey, low. man, go Gamecocks, man. Y'all already know, man. 803, man. Y'all already know. You already know. Nigga, are we recording? Yeah. Oh, shit. You already know. <laughs> Why you talking that shit? Why you talking that shit? There's another chance you use that phrase. Why you talking that shit? You already know, man. I mean, yeah. And if you don't know. They got a chick down there who, uh, yeah, she hooping. She is hooping. Why the fuck is WWE on the ESPN app? Make it make uh, sense. <laughs> <laughs> make it make sense. What's the name about to join them, right? Probably, I don't know. Um, old girl. Oh, Rodney Rousey? Yeah. 
I think she going to WWE. She need to. She need to go to something that's scripted. Because she done got mollywopped the last two times. There's some pretty unexpected results from her. She's so, like, I need some clarity in my life. I need to know what's going to happen. I need to I'm know Because I'm tired of I'm getting going. in this ring thinking I'm about to win. And then get my, my head, get brain my... kicked out. <laughs> but boy, they said they saw her soul separate from the body the last time she lost. I was oh like, gosh. damn, bro. It was rough. Did you see the Wilder fight? I ain't see the whole thing, but I did see the ending. What I needed to see. <laughs> you think he got a chance against this uh, Joshua dude? I don't know, man. I'm not up on boxing. That Joshua dude built like a silverback gorilla feel. <laughs> that, that's that. He's something different. I mean, Wilder, bro. This nigga is a monster, though. Wilder fight like a real nigga on the street. I mean, he a monster. Like, but he don't have any type of technique. He just out here just fighting. I know a nigga that fight like Wilder. <laughs> like, it, that he nigga just ain't never lost either. <laughs> that nigga, he just out here, bro. Like, so, I don't know, man. I, I think if him and Joshua ever get in the ring, it's going to be a great fight. It's going to be one of the fights that niggas is going to have to buy. Like, niggas, you can't even, they not even going to let you, you know, can you steal stream that? it. You can't even stream that huh, on the motherfucker, like, no, on the Cody. Not this time. <laughs> We gonna block all streams, you feel me? We just gonna have to you have to order it old fashioned. Hell no. Nah. But yeah, man, I, I I it was a cool little fight. He almost lost. Yeah, I did hear that he had to come back. Yeah, he 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 was a little shaky, and I want to say it was uh I want to say it was like the fifth round, seventh round, the seventh round. Yeah, he 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 got saved by the bell. <laughs> he well, got saved by the bell, the bell for, to <laughs> but, save you. But uh, he ended up pulling it off, and you know, did his thug thizzle in in true thug thizzle form. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he 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 knocked that out, that knocked that element out, man. But you, like you were saying, bro, this this is the most wonderful time of the year, bro. March Madness, the NBA season is winding down. We starting to see some competitive. Basketball, the women's game, it's only like six teams that you know don't actually have a chance to do anything. And I think, bro, we got to do something about UConn, bro. I mean, like. <laughs> UConn women too good. We just got to take away scholarships <laughs> for at least five years. Like, what like y'all, they need to be forced to rebuild. <laughs> like, no, y'all. <laughs> bro. Y'all can't have nothing but walk-ons. Like, you know, y'all got to get sorry. Then, you know, y'all just got to build it back up. Like, bro. Because it's unfair right now. I bet you UConn's practice squad could probably be ranked in the top 20 in women's basketball right now. I would love to run with that squad. Because, like, bruh. Bruh, that would be so true. (laughs) They beat a team 70 to 21, bruh. (laughs) You know they cold. Like, cold. And anytime you've consistently packed on, like, 30-plus win seasons, like, significant undefeated seasons where you've gone, like, three, four seasons without a loss. That's like, not ordinary, bro. Like, last year, bro, they went in fully expecting to win. And when they lost, it was still, like, you. it should be something said that you are so great that when you lose – Nobody expected you to lose. No. When the people who and beat you didn't even, even like when the people who beat you didn't even expect to be to win. You know, it's they like was, okay, <laughs> niggas lost. Like damn, you know they they didn't squeak that one out. Mm-hmm. Like we still all know UConn finna be right back, right back. You know, preseason what I'm first 
preseason number one. I mean, <laughs> like, it's, like it's none to discuss. Not only that, but nigga, we about to go thirty one and oh again. Again. <laughs> again. Now we finna go to, you know, the conference championship. We gonna win that whole again. Then we gonna go to the tournament. We will make it to the final four. No, nah, they gonna make it to the championship. It's just <laughs> whether know. or not they gonna have enough game whether or not they really wanna win this year or not. Like, shout out to UConn, man. Consistent hey, great excellence. Program, man. Like consistent excellence. Like great program. every every basketball player. Wants to go to a program like UConn, unless you want to go somewhere where you know for a fact you're gonna play immediately mm-hmm. and, if and have an instant leave. impact, yeah. or if you're gonna leave. But like, like UConn, for instance, like if you are a girl basketball player, you used to either want to go to UConn or Tennessee. Now Tennessee hadn't been too hot since Pat Summit, you know, has gone on the glory. God bless the dead. But that's what that's what you wanted to do. Correct. And like even now, I think like South Carolina, Mississippi State, Baylor, all great all, programs yeah, building up. Respectable. But they not UConn, bro. I mean UConn on another they level. They not UConn. To me, they like you know Alabama, but even better. Yes. Like even even more dominant. Bro, if Alabama did what UConn has done over like the last twenty years. You wouldn't hear the end of it, but it's like UConn. It's like people only care about UConn like right around this time when you look up. They done racked up like thirty plus wins. Because you be like, damn, they undefeated <laughs> again. Like, like and then you look at the box scores. I can't of, believe like, it. You like, damn, bro. Like, like they really doing. And it's it's just like you know you ever watch a sports and then you know mm-hmm. the. Uh, you know the bottom line. The little ticker. You know, always <laughs> when when NCAAF come up or what is it or W? Yeah, I say F like it's football. <laughs> when that W come up, you know it's gonna go in the order. So number yeah. one, UConn win fifty points. <laughs> win. You know, one hundred and twenty-five to eight. You know, some random name <laughs> like. Fifty points, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, you know, <laughs> you just be like, "Damn, bro!" And then Latanya you watch Jones. it. When you the crazy part of it is because you know women's basketball gets a bad rep sometimes, mm-hmm. but the crazy part about UConn women's basketball, if you ever turn it on that game, you like, I know some, I know some men's teams that will take an L to these girls because they hooping. Like I'm talking about fundamentals is on point. They picking and rolling, cutting and screening to the basket. I'm talking about, you'll be like, damn. I mean, what type of men's teams we talking about, though? You know, probably in NIAA teams, you know, Division Two. No. Community college. No, maybe. <laughs> not, even, mean, not even on no sexist shit. But just, you know, it's, it's a different level of competition. Different right? level of competition. But I do feel like, in some instances... If you took like a all star women's team, it's they could be some niggas, man. Like, it's some niggas out there who who would lose to them. Yeah, I mean, obviously, <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> yes, there are some dudes out there they could beat, <laughs> most definitely. I would never, I would never argue with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. But would I mean, you? like, it, I think like college on college, like that's nah, not gonna work. Nah, because it's it's. I get what you're saying. That's not. Cool. It's a whole different. Not not like two like organized like. You know NCAA teams. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. I get what you. you yeah, you're right. You're right. I just. 
for the sake of women's basketball, especially women's college basketball, because the WNBA is is never going to be what we would like for it to be as far as, like, the stature of it. But women's basketball, to me, I feel like is the bread and butter of women's basketball. And I agree. If, if you know who's going to win – it doesn't really give you buy-in to care. No, it's it's kind of been making it tough. Right. Um, I mean, but you do, you know, you get some storylines because, you know, it's just always just like, okay, are they going to take down UConn? Yeah. Then obviously you have the story last year. Yeah. So, I mean. So, you know, and that's, and that's always good. But same thing in the NBA right now. So, it's like, you True. know. It's, it's like once you get a giant, like, at first it's, you know, who's going to take down the giant? The giant is about to go ham, and then you know you're just looking for, um, you know the David. You're looking yeah. for the David that's gonna take down the giant. So you know, while nobody likes to see a Goliath, you know it just it's it's really nothing wrong with it. But just it's just gonna create a new storyline of us just looking for the David. Yeah. So true, true, true. Yeah, man. But definitely looking forward to. Um, the tournament, but I will say that definitely a little bit less this year. Really don't know why, though. Um, just really just not as excited for March Madness as I have been in previous years. I'm piped. I mean, the tournament is cool, but um, honestly, bro, with everything that's going on in the it's NCAA. A cl- it's a dark cloud. Over. Like, I, anytime I watch college basketball, I just don't even feel right, bro. Because, like, you know this shit is like I don't know. It's just it's just really dirty, and I don't mean dirty. I mean just dirty in just the aspect of you got these kids that are generating so much money, you know, and all this money. It's just like in the NBA. I know this money getting spread around, and in college basketball, I mean these kids who are on the flow, it's just, you know, the money not getting spread to them. This was this they was generating really, it all. I mean. So. That was gonna be my next question. You like, do you feel like the men's tournament is gonna to have a black cloud over it? It's still, I mean, it's still going. I mean, I do think the ratings are gonna be down, but I just think ratings are down in general, just strictly in yeah. all sports. But I just think that's based on like streaming yeah. becoming a bigger thing. But um, you know, but it's gonna be a hot topic as it continues to be. And you know, the it sounds like Adam Silver been listening to the podcast. He listened to us. When we said that the NBA should do something, nigga, I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, we did speak on that, but it ain't like we was the only niggas to speak on that. I mean, I ain't hear nobody else speak on it. But you I know, mean, I think, I think, I think it was. I got my blinders on. Yeah, must be man, because I think it was. I think it was discussed. <laughs> I think it was discussed. But yeah, I'm excited to see what they're gonna do, uh, and see what that looks like. I definitely feel like this March Madness is going to be. I think it's going to be a memorable one because you're going to have players who are out to prove something. Because none of the schools that they attacked were like those smaller mid-major schools. These were all big-time schools with big-time reputations, with big-time players who now they got something to prove. So I I think it's it's definitely going to be a a dark cloud above March Madness, but I think – we're going to see some of the best college basketball that we've seen in a while just because now you got players who are hungry. Like in the past, I think people have been hungry, but you always knew them players who was going to go to the league. They was going to hoop in, in, in the tournament, and they was trying to win a championship, but it wasn't like a, 
a four-year senior who's they probably gonna end up being like a real estate agent or Heck no. an engineer or something like that. I better and, not if I'm noticing them. <laughs> and you know they just trying to get they trying to win that ring like they trying to complete their collegiate career. So I think this time we gonna see that same hunger, that same want, that same desire from these big name players who getting ready to go to the league because they've had their reputations smeared in some fashion. And people are now questioning their character over things that, honestly, if we being real, 17, 18, 19-year-olds aren't really equipped to even know how to handle. Like, if you broke as hell and and you can't work, you're practicing day in, day out. If you're not in practice, you're in some type of study hall or some type of training. Like, and you ain't got no money, and somebody invites you to a dinner, you don't fucking go. Like... You just are. You're not thinking about the ramifications of, oh my God, if I eat this steak, it's all it's all dirty. It's all dirty. I think they're gonna come out with something to prove, and I think this is gonna be a really good March Madness. Um, Because I've been seeing a lot of good basketball. Like even you know how I mean the buzzer beater's been out of control, right? And even like (laughs) those teams that you like turn on ESPN, you be like, bro, who who is playing? Let me watch this for a minute. And then yeah, you find any, yourself any game be <laughs> You find yourself engulfed in the game like, bro, this is I don't even know who I'm going for, but this is a great game. Like like that Radford game, stupid. I I literally took a nap, woke up, and that game was on. I was I like, bro, let me watch this shit. Ain't that how it be every time? <laughs> bro. Like you don't you like don't you ever just wake up, you know, it'd be that late NBA game. Yeah. <laughs> And then you just wake up, it's fourth quarter, it'd be like, you know, two minutes left. You'd be like, dang, this so good. Nigga you see, based on the score, you'd be like, damn, this game good in here. Let me wake up. Then you see it on ESP and they got the music running for most of the game and shit. And then they'd be like, then we get down to the fourth. And they really started playing. You like, damn, they bamboozled me, man. Hell no. <laughs> but what you think about the uh the NBA? The NBA, the race in the the race in the West and the East is I mean, it's it's one of the best years for the NBA. Um, you know, strictly because kind of going back to what I was saying, the David and Goliath type thing. It's like, okay, Golden State just they did they put in work last year, did what they were supposed to do. You got KD Steph. I mean, what you supposed to do? Yeah. So now you going into this year and you like, damn, Houston is not playing not in the West. Playing. In the West. Y'all wow. need to y'all need to stop sleeping on the Portland Trailblazers in the three seed. Did y'all forget? Hey, but I mean they don't have a chance at a championship. But shout out to them in the three seed, man. But you know, the East, LeBron. I mean, it ain't looking too good. It's not, but every year I feel like it don't be looking too good. And it man, always don't look too. So good. I just gotta wait to the playoffs, man. I can't speak on that. I think the Cavaliers gonna be good as long as they don't slide to like that fifth seed. They close, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, everybody they, they one game ahead of the fifth seed. Yeah, everybody is like within so a three tight. game window. So I just feel like if as long as they don't slip to the fifth seed, they're good. If they slip to their fifth seed, then like the West is so locked up, it's ridiculous. Yeah, three through eight is within a two game window. Yeah, like it's the arms race, bro. That's wild. It's an arms race. And I'm excited to see how all of this stuff plays itself out. Because, see, to me, 
seeding. Bro, the Pelicans can won eight straight. Oh my God, they who fit with no Demarcus. Like I that's just, crazy. You ready to get out of here, man? Sure, man. All right, man. It's been your boy, Nate B. NAC. And this has been another episode of After Five. Holla! Peace.